It's pod time. It's party time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Raren. Okay. Pod. Hop. Good. Pod. Go. What this do we is even it. You know what I want to say? Uh, we should. We have a good story on this week's podcast about a guy who uh, vomed right on a raccoon's face. Yes. Very good story. Um. And so remember this uh, for uh, when you hear the story later because he he said that one part of the story he forgot. He texted back and he said he vomited so hard that his eyes went bloodshot. Has that ever happened to you when you were having a spit? <laughs> No. Oh, uh, me neither. I've I heard always, about that happening, though. Yeah, I always am concerned I'm going to do that to myself because I don't know about you, Jim, but, like, it's a wretch when I vom. Like, I'm, it's horrific. Like, everything's clenching and squeezing and I'm, like, making horrifying noises. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not, like, some people, I remember I had a girlfriend and she's like, oh, God, I think I'm going to puke. And she goes in the bathroom and closes the door. And it just sounded like she quietly emptied a can of chunky soup into what? the toilet. She Mine's just made no noise. You yell and scream? You know, the first time that I heard about someone's eyes going bloodshot mm. um, from puking was my dad telling me about his first time doing mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. That was actually just a couple weeks ago. He sold a Buick when he did the mushrooms. Yeah. He was like, I did mushrooms and I puked so hard that my eyes were bloodshot for weeks. Actually. Yeah. I didn't do a lot of... Uh, puking when I was on mushrooms, but uh, I had the worst toot I ever had in my life. <laughs> like it was horrifying. It was so I was so embarrassed. Like you know, it's like who cares? The toot's a toot, but I was embarrassed, and the whole mountainside could smell it. Oh no! It was awful. Well, you were on mushrooms, so that's what you thought. But <laughs> <laughs> right, that's true. The entire mountainside can smell my toot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Anyways, back to this guy's vomit story. This is not about us vomiting or doing drugs. This is about this guy. He says that uh, when he gained, went into work the next day, everyone asked what happened to his eyes. And so his excuse was that he vomited too hard on a raccoon. <laughs> no questions. No, it's like, okay. that's uh, Sounds good, guy. Big weekends, yeah. Um, uh, so that is that. And that's something we probably couldn't have said on the radio. Definitely not. Um, but, ooh, you know what else? We have a, <laughs> we don't often include uh, the uh, Knowledge Bomb Fallout from our show. You know, it's a bit of a game show that works on the radio, but we're thinking like, oh, it's not so good for uh, the pod. This week, though, we had an exchange that we had to call Bossman and we're like, is this okay? And he was like, no, yeah. don't put that on the radio because we didn't want it to get misconstrued. You never know, right? There's a lot of people listening to the radio who would misconstrue something as being, I don't want to say offensive, but like insensitive. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we just want, uh, but we, we really enjoyed it though, the mm. exchange. And so it's here in the pod. That's right. And that was my bad. I started that because I did the <laughs> knowledge bomb on rectal massage. So, right. you know, that was just coming. You know, that that was just going to yeah. Yeah. set that up. And our caller took it to another level. Yeah. Uh, but she was a very sweet person as well. And we talked to her more later. And uh, she, her intentions were all in the best places as well. Yeah. And uh, like we explained to Boss Man, too, when I was I was sticking up, I was like, I think this is okay. It just maybe could get misconstrued. But, you know, just so you know, this is pretty par for the course. Everyone's all down with everything. Mm-hmm. And this whole generation is all into, let's just say, ass play. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it's okay. We could, you know, it's, it's understandable. This is where people are at these days. But you never know. Oh, my goodness. thing is not really into ass play. Kids are listening in the car and stuff. Oh, I got kids know. in the car. You yeah. probably shouldn't be listening to kids. 
or with kids to this podcast. That's yeah, never. Please, please put your kids away. Yes. For this. Yes, we would like to continue cast wording. Okay. Um, also, right. Mounties mm-hmm. join us in the podcast, the band. Right. Yeah, Steve Bays and uh, Ryan Dahl join us for a nice game of Jenga. So we might have some audio from that as well. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. So that's all we'll do on this week's PJ Party Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Tell your friends. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Cheek to Cheek. To cheek, cheek, to cheek, cheek, to cheek. It's a lot of cheeks. Um, our very special guest today, was the second time we've ever done this, is Steve Bays from the rock band Mounties and Ryan Dahl from the rock band Mounties. Welcome. This this is my first keyboard. I, wow. I thought it was such a piece of junk once I got into cooler keyboards, but in retrospect, it's actually... Oh, we got a power, yeah. It's awesome sounding. So it's just kind of cool. Like, Get broken into there, Jen? Yeah, not like violently. No windows were shattered. Apparently, I just left my car open last night and yeah. I got a text from my roommate saying that my light in my car was on, which was very strange. So yeah. I went down there and they left the, the passenger door ajar and it uh, looks like they didn't take anything. But what's interesting about that is that they, they went through my glove box and found that I am broke, so they, <laughs> they didn't find any money or anything they didn't like, find, like that. They like, wads of bills just wrapped up with rubber bands and no, bundles of yeah. hundreds. No, my, my <laughs> car is filled with the strangest things right now. I have, like, a mini garden in my back seat. I just okay. haven't brought it in my house, so they didn't take that. Yep. Um, I had a box of tampons. They didn't want those. Those are expensive, yeah. too, so surprising on that one i guess it was a, a male who went through my car <laughs> and then they didn't take a single one of my cds which i was surprised about i was wondering <laughs> about that are cds still worth something evidently not i because of this i think that they are no longer worth anything there you go yeah because it wouldn't be worth for them to be caught with the stolen goods exactly to bring to a pawn shop or wherever and try and offload them it's not even worth their not time. even worth their time yeah. Is that a little sad for you? A little bit. Yeah. But I am pretty relieved that none of my collection went missing. If it makes you feel better, I wonder if like, uh, even like an iPod, you know, if you had an iPod from <laughs> 2004, Yeah. you know, would that even get taken? Is that even worth anything now? I don't know. I think it just moves too fast these days. Mm-hmm. Cash. They were looking for cash. They were, yeah. Apparently today is National Pet Day. Mm-hmm. So maybe for those of you who didn't have siblings, you know, yesterday, maybe this is the day for you to celebrate your furry siblings. I don't know. Did you do the National Sibling Day? Uh, my sister tagged me in a nice little post of That's us nice. being all sassy when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the most sassy of the three Is that sisters? so? Yeah. I'd say so. I'll show you the photo after and you'll be like, wow, that's a lot of sass, Jen. <laughs> um, but yeah, today is National Pet okay. Day and, and you have pets, I do. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kraken, yeah. Gary, the yeah. Puppers, mm-hmm. and I do as well. Um, and I was reading, uh, uh, people are actually teaching cats how to high five in animal shelters because it increases the adoption rates. Yes. So if you post videos of cats high fiving, the chances of them getting adopted are far higher. 
Yeah, I would I think like even as you're walking through the shelter, right? And if a yeah. cat reaches out and slaps you a little low five, <laughs> little furry toe beans low five, you'd be like, oh, flip, I got to take this cool ass cat home. I have to. There's no other option. This cat yeah. can do tricks. I wish that my cat would high five me. I don't even know how to go about training cats though. You know, I'm trying to get right. my cat to not um, attack me while I'm in the shower, right. not to climb the curtains, which right. it really likes yeah. to do. And um, yeah, just like be inappropriate altogether. No, no good. No good. No. Yeah, and she she will not she will not stop. So I don't know how people are training these cats to do high fives. But if you have a, you know, a cat that's a good cat, yeah, <laughs> and is able to learn tricks, maybe that's a cool thing to do. I don't know. Maybe a little catnip on the hand or something like that. Could be something like that. Yeah, and they reach out to get it. You'll yeah. get there. We'll get our cats <laughs> high-fiving us one of these days. Jenny's yeah. <laughs> losing it over here. Oh, man. I yeah. thought that, like, halfway through the show, I'd be able to, like, shake this, like, Monday feeling. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. We both started kind of sleepy. We were like, boy, what a weekend. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> and then I, I think I vampired all your energy. I think you know that's that? what happened. I think uh, I've heard of this before that uh, um, I'm kind of an extrovert. Uh, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. And you're a little bit of an introvert. Sometimes. And what's hard for sometimes these types of people, mm-hmm. maybe like introvert, extrovert, it's an oversimplification, but what's hard sometimes is that we mm-hmm. are energy vampires. And so the more I'm just like, oh, you know what? I'm feeling kind of good today. Oh, man, did you see this crazy thing? Blah, 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 blah. That just like vacuums your energy out of you like whatever lingering threads of any amount of anything you had going on I just vampire them out of you yeah I'm so sorry about that that's okay um yeah I got nothing (laughs) (laughs) even in this conversation about your mental state and well-being yeah you, can you uh, I can't, contribute? I can't contribute. I got nothing. I want to have a nap so bad. I don't you know, know what's what I love on. about you, though, right what? now? You're pulling a move that is classically mine, which is like you're slouched. You get your feet up on the desk. Yeah. Right? Be comfy, man. I'm, Be in your skin. Be I feel aware, man. better now that I'm in this position. I should have been doing this the whole show. Yeah. You sound good, too. Do I? Yeah, I can hear your chins. Cool. There's about five right now. <laughs> it's my five chin voice. <sighs> well, Tuesday's coming, and you know what Tuesday is? What's that, Jenny? I don't know. Jenny <laughs> West, everybody. Think about it. Think about it. That's, that was amazing. Uh, that is really good. That's Jenny, everyone. Okay, Clinton is up next. How's your Monday feeling, bud? I feel fine. Good, great. Good stuff. Stop bragging. <laughs> Jen, you just go get like some ice cream on the way home. Get a little Ben and Jerry's. I had like, like a full bucket of ice cream last night. Maybe that's why I feel this, <laughs> this way could be today. A problem as well. Mm-hmm. Today in the afternoon zone. I'm sorry. I just got to take care of a little personal business here. I'm trying to book some flights, but I, you know, I moved recently, so I just I don't have any of my documents or paperwork or anything, but. Um, luckily, I do know someone who has some of that for me. I'm just going to make a phone call here. Hello, Cambridge Analytica. Hi there. Yeah, hi. I'm uh, just calling to see if uh, you probably, it's Paul Blasino, but you probably knew that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just calling, uh, I need a credit card number. Your, your own? Yeah, my credit card number. Yeah, 
yeah, I can do that. No problem for you. Okay, and also I'm going to need my social insurance number. Oh, simple. Yep, Paul Placino social insurance number. Here it is. Uh-huh, and if you wouldn't mind, too, I need the phone number I had as a child growing up. Yes, uh, absolutely. Okay, and also my mother's maiden name. I was going to ask, of course. Yes, yes, you can have that. No problem. Okay, and um, I need a, a record of my bowel movements for the past two months. Let me just take a look here. Oh, there it is. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Cool. If you could just, uh, ah, you know where to put it, just send it to me on my Facebook. All right. You got it. I'm pretty sure that was an Australian accent. <laughs> It'll fly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. No problem. All right. All I'll just right. put it in the Donnie then, Charles. Have you seen this uh, story? It's a very sweet, good, cute story about uh, Seth Meyers from the Late Night Talk Show and his uh, wife had their second baby on like the floor of the lobby of their apartment building. Really? They were like, oh, I think the baby's coming. So they called an Uber. And then before it got there, like while they were going, she was like, eh, eh, maybe not. And then she turned around, laid down on the lobby floor. He calls 911. And within a minute, baby's out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's cute, That's right? quick. Do you know anyone who was born in a place that wasn't a hospital? No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I do either. I just couldn't imagine being that Uber driver and being like, you're about to blow. Like, if they actually did get in that Uber. Could you imagine that? Yeah. And that would get a five-star rating, too, if they audibly out loud said, listen, lady, you're about to blow. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, I want to hear from any owners who know of anyone or someone who was born in somewhere that's not a hospital. Whoa, yeah, good question. Yeah, does anyone know anyone? T call or text us, but uh, I want to hear some stories. Maybe there's some cool places around Victoria that we don't know about. That uh, Good baby birthing places. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, listen, I was about to blow and uh, had the baby here. Whoa. So yeah, just let us know about that if you know any. We got mm. a bunch of messages, people being like, home births, home births. Everyone should have a home birth. Oh, so this person's a doula. This person's get rents out a tub that'll come over to the house and you just get into that and have a birth, right? I know a person actually who runs that business like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of people love doing the home birth. The home birth to me sounds like the way to go. Right. Yeah. But those are like the planned births, right? You plan sure. to have them at home. Yes. The difference is when you're not planning on having it in a certain location. Right. And it's uh surprise, surprise, puppy surprise. <laughs> That's the fun one. So we got a few good ones on the line. So my aunt was actually born in a toilet. A toilet? No, oh. please, no. <laughs> so my grandma, she went to the bathroom, and then she gave birth to my aunt in the toilet. Wow. Wow. And she didn't, no contractions, no nothing. She just had the kid in the toilet. Honestly, that'd be pretty nice. Like, instead of going, that like, 35 hours of labor for some people, just like, oh, there it is. Well, that was easy. Let's go to the hospital now. Make sure everything's okay. Yeah. So she, what, just reached down, was like, oh, my, and then scooped a newborn baby out of the toilet and... Uh, yep. Took it to the hospital. <laughs> That's amazing. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you. We will add this to the list. Toilet. No. Toilet baby. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Thanks Stefan. Bye. My mom was going into labor one night, and when she went to the hospital, she tried to tell the nurse this, and the nurse was like, nah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sent her home some with some drugs that they gave her, knocked her out completely conscious, and I was born in the uh, middle of, uh, somewhere in the middle of the night, and uh, she was actually living with my grandma at the time. My grandma heard uh, me crying just randomly in the middle of the night and then woke up and just immediately <laughs> called the ambulance and I was on the waterbed. <laughs> oh I was a waterbed. Yeah, and it was the uh, 
the waterbed that actually made me be able to be here today because the doctor said that um, when I was born because of the situation, I had hypothermia. Whoa. So if it wasn't for the waterbed, <laughs> I might not be here today. Oh, my God. The water kept you warm enough? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Something that's what the doctor said. Do you even wake up? No, yeah. and I just, yeah, I just want the waterbed to come back, like make a huge comeback because of that reason. That'd be good. It's true. I went yeah. shopping for a mattress recently, and there's not a lot of waterbeds. No. Yeah, I don't know why that went completely out of vogue. Yeah, I love waterbeds. Too much bad dreams that you're on a ship, I guess? Maybe. I was born in Dust Creek while we were camping. <laughs> <laughs> so what, your folks are nine months pregnant, but they figure, let's go yeah. for a little camping trip. Oh, exactly. You know, my mom's just one of those dieharders. She's like, ah, we'll wait it over. It'll be fine. Oh, oh I love God. your mom. What a yeah. badass. Now, five days into the camping trip, I guess. Uh, she went into labor and they were too far away. Oh, my gosh. Out I came. So did they immediately <laughs> just, like, pile into the car after you were born then and head back to civilization? Nope. or No. No, they, they were just, like, my mom had me, and then they just kind of, I guess, cut the cord and cleaned her up and kept camping. <laughs> Spent another week out there, apparently. <laughs> I love your mom so much. She's like, nah, we got all these beans in a can. Yeah. Uh, we got all these hot dogs. Well, let's just finish the trip. Yeah, why not, right? You know. Oh, my wow. gosh. Are you a super rugged, outdoorsy guy now, Jordan? Uh, I totally am. I totally am. I live outside during the summer pretty much. <laughs> not surprised. Yeah. From whence oh. you came. Back to your oh, roots. Yeah, to. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the Afternoon Zone. So you showed me this good article, and I like it, that uh, they did this study that said that uh, people in a professional workplace could let off a little more stress. It was a good and a healthy way yeah. to kind of relieve stress around the workplace by poking and prodding a voodoo doll of their boss. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I like that. I didn't know that like voodoo dolls were, you know, a thing or a tool that people used to get out frustrations. But it could be something that I'm going to look into now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what doesn't get enough love? <laughs> what is that? What if you had a voodoo doll and you did nice things to it? Oh, there you go. Right? Yeah. What if like you really liked somebody and you were like, oh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do some magic upon this doll and then I'll, I'll do, I'll just I'll, like hold its hand. I feel like any kind of voodoo doll is just a little creepy though. Like, even version. if you're like, yeah, like is. if I came across like, oh, there's Paul. He's in the jock lounge doing prep. And I'm like, oh, what is that in his head? Is that, is that a doll of me, Paul? They're like, yeah, but I'm just holding it and I'm giving it a nice hug. Then I'm like, dude, like stop. Don't yeah. do that. That's, no, that's not cool. That's fair. Yeah. Right? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have a hugging relationship and in real life. Why would I hug a doll of you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then weird. vice versa, if you had some pins out. <laughs> like stupid Jenny started burning this doll of me I'd be concerned as well well but evidently <laughs> this is again a healthy way to deal with workplace stress yeah so alright Jen guess what you're getting for your birthday and Christmas this year two dolls one of boss man Johnny right okay. just need to take that out it's like well he's our boss you know this is what has to happen right and one of me just I'm sure you go home some days being like Wow, I hate Paul. Okay. You need to just go home and be jabbing that doll with stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and then the next day you'll come into work and you'll feel better. And you might have a sore back because be like, I've yeah. been poking pins in it. Yeah, I was like, why are my legs numb tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Today, the big whoopity story is Mark Zuckerberg down in the States. What are you testifying in front of Congress being like, no, I swear, you guys, ha, ha we didn't steal your information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're trying to get to the bottom of it. 
Um, I watched a bit of the live feed that was on Vice. Mm. I believe they were streaming it from there. Mm. And it's just a bunch of uh, people not knowing what to ask because they don't really understand, like, Facebook and coding. And uh, it was uh, relatively awkward to watch. And you could just tell (laughs) that Mark was just, like, wanting to put his hand to his forehead the entire time. He's just like, is that a question? Really? really?" Yeah. Um, One guy was like... Um, uh, can you, uh, so I know that there's like a privacy agreement and that's legally binding. That's great, but I don't understand it. And I was wondering if you could pretty much just translate it into regular human speak. And he was just like, not right now. Really? And then it was just kind of silent. (laughs) Yeah. Zuckerberg hit him with the not right now. Not right now. I don't understand what you're asking, man. This is very concerning to me because I always just assume that I'm a dumb child and that, like, these people who run countries know so much about everything that goes on in every, like, industry and they kind of know and learn always, right, how it all works, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you think when you go into the offices of Facebook, too, just like, yeah, like you say, the coding and the manipulation of algorithms, like, all these things that are very intense and relatively new Mm -hmm. ways of... Work doing work, you know what I mean? Yeah. And these guys, these old guys, don't know anything. Yeah. So it's it's it seems like it's a very frustrating conversation that they're having right now. Well, we thought you know because this is going on right now and it's so funny and there's so many memes coming out of it too. Mm-hmm. Zuckerberg is uh, practically an android. <laughs> I know a lot of people are comparing him to Data from Star Trek: The Next Generation, but uh, we thought now would be a good time to uh, take a really closer look into this. And it's time now for. An, An Afternoon, afternoon Zone, Zone Political Theater Recreation. Starring Paul Plastino as Mark Zuckerberg and Jenny West as an old person. I've been smoking cigarettes. Okay, um, I was wondering, Mark, I poked my son on Facebook and, uh, and uh, he hasn't responded to me for days. Is, is that a question? I mean, how do, you, how do you get him to respond when you poke him? The whole idea of Facebook... And our entire system is that he can just poke you back whenever he he wants. So um, I would suggest uh, maybe unpoking him, and and then poking him again. Ah, uh, 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 This is too much for me. I don't understand. You know what? As much as you tell me, I'm not gonna understand. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Mark. Actually, one more thing. One more thing. Can I show you a picture of my grandson before you go? Oh, he's just darling. You can see why I decided to poke him. I need to say hello. It's been so long. Um, I know what he looks like because I know what every Facebook user looks like. And I have all the pictures. I mean, we are really careful to make sure that we don't sell your information to anybody. You just look so smart today, Mark. This is the first time I've ever worn a tie. An, An Afternoon, afternoon zone, zone Political Theater Recreation. Oh, I found something amazing today. Mm -hmm. Um, In 1785, there was a dictionary of vulgar phrases. So it's a whole bunch of swear words that they used to use in uh, 1785. And I thought that this could come in handy as radio hosts because, you know, these are probably okay now. And there are (laughs) swear words that we're definitely not allowed to say on the radio. So maybe we can use some of these instead of the ones that we usually use. All right. Well, what are these? Um, Well, maybe I can uh, test you on them. Okay. Okay. You have to guess what this means. Means. Um, oh. <laughs> Some of them are really funny. Okay. <laughs> um, owl in an ivory bush. 
An owl in an ivory bush. Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I <laughs> without swearing. Yeah, see, how do I describe something that's vulgar on the radio without describing? Um, yeah. An owl in an ivory bush. I'm going to say that's someone who thinks quite a lot of themselves. Wrong. Oh. Someone wearing a frizzy wig. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Um, what's an eternity box? Jenny. Yeah. An eternity box. Uh, the little box that a wedding ring comes in. Wrong. Uh, a geez. coffin. Oh yeah. Okay. You weren't, but you weren't allowed to say that back then. I guess not. I don't know. What's a what's a cake? A cake. Paul, you're such a cake. Yeah, I want to say like that's like a plug or a pylon. Someone who's kind of like useless or is like soft, <laughs> like someone who's just soft. A, a foolish man. So I would give you that one too. All right. Tell me what a fart catcher is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, again, 1700s, I'm thinking like your, like your pantaloons. Like why? Oh, no, I know. Uh, like a, the cushion on the, the seat to the pew seat of a church. Uh, wrong. A valet or a footman. A fart catcher. <laughs> what is a double jug? A double jug. Yeah. <laughs> I kicked him right in the double jug. Oh, so it's a, it's a body part of something. <laughs> yep. Double jug. Uh, a knee, kneecap. A man's bottom. Okay. And the last one. Oh, I'm going to use this a lot. To cascade. To cascade. To cascade. This weekend, I had a rowdy weekend, yep, and I, boy, did I ever cascade. I know it. You toss on a sidewalk pizza. That's having it. a bomb, having a you spit. Yes. Thanks, Jen. You're welcome. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. Hello, Zone 913. Who's this now? This is Jamie. Okay, Jamie, for third dib, it's like, put this thing to bed, Jamie. Play the Knowledge Bomb Fallout? Yes, sir. <laughs> the Knowledge Bomb Fallout. <laughs> okay, Jamie, question oh. number one. Okay. What is the best way to cure hiccups? To stimulate the rectum. Yes, that is correct. I'm going to give it to you. And uh, that's because, because stopping hiccups starts with what nerve? The vagus nerve. That's right! <laughs> well done, Jamie. Congratulations. I'm, yeah. Thank you. That's great. I'm, I'm happy to hear that there is a cure for hiccups, but I'm sad to hear that that is the cure for hiccups, you know? Yeah, but a great day to be a gay guy, right? <laughs> You don't have to be gay to be no, into having you your... enjoy that sort yes, of thing, too. that's for everybody, if that's what you're into. It's not just gay guys that uh, like that. Everyone should try it, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's up to them. That's a kind no. of a personal Especially thing. Especially if you got hiccups. I mean, that's maybe, a good excuse yes, to get excuse into to that. Start, you know, just absolutely. exploring. Just yeah. go slow. Be respectful of your own boundaries. Well, um, absolutely. Yeah. You know, be open to new possibilities. Yeah. Okay, good let's news. get you open to some new tickets to see <laughs> Towers and Trees Plus Mine Saturday, April 21st at the Rubber Boot Club. <laughs> Jen, I think this day deserves a standing ovation. Yeah. Just stand, stand up. Give it oh, you're making me stand. Yeah. Oh, it's been hours. Oh, my God. Oh. Let's have a little stretch. It's like a seventh inning stretch Do for you know us. that everyone in our work all has like stand-up desks? Yeah. I guess we kind of do. They're, they're taller than usual, but. We fully do. We have like thing. draft, um, drafting table 
height desk in here. Yeah, but we still both sit for most of the show. I get up and do a little calisthenics once in a while. Yeah, you do more movements than I do. Yeah, you plant your butt and then it's just like, that's it for the day. That's it. We're going to get you standing more. Okay. I went to the chiropractor, right? Mm-hmm. And he just looked at me. He's like, what do you do? And before I even like was like, oh, well, have you ever heard about this radio station? You know, I was going to tell him. And he was like, he probably sit down too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? He's like, yeah, just get up and move around more. Yeah. Yeah, that's why your back hurts. That's why all our backs hurt, everybody. If you're sitting down too much, get up and walk around a little bit. Yeah. Take a stroll. Go and visit a coworker. Go down and see the water cooler. Do you need to freshen up on that coffee, right? If you're sitting in an office location. Standing is boring, though. I'm thinking about, <laughs> like, putting on a pair of rollerblades or something and then doing the show. Jenny, if you don't do tomorrow's show on a pair of rollerblades, then you are a stupid liar. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. 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 So maybe bring the rollerblades tomorrow. Okay, for sure. Yep. Are we doing weather? Yes, I think this is what we're talking oh, it's about. Beautiful. We stood to give the weather a round That's of applause today. <laughs> Good weather. Yeah, yeah. Pouring down rain this morning, and then it just clears out and gets gorgeous out there. Holy smokes! Increasing cloudlessness tonight. Forty percent chance of showers. Low windy. Low of seven degrees tomorrow. And the rest of our lives, it's going to rain though. So enjoy this sunshine. While we got it. Right now in Victoria, let's call it 14 degrees. You're sitting down already? I'm, I'm, it was too much. It's standing in the okay, day. Okay, all right. The city of Victoria is looking for alternatives for the beeping backup noises from commercial vehicles because it's waking up residents downtown. What, like the beep, 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 that thing? Yeah. All right, well, today in the afternoon zone, we want to pitch in. We want to be involved in getting the new sounds for the garbage trucks. How about a soft hoo-hooing of an owl? Or what if the garbage truck, like, made a little sexy whisper? Toot toot, I'd like to back up now, please. Or maybe, like, a nice soft waves of the ocean sound. What if the garbage trucks just started playing some sexy sax music? Mm. Maybe we could just put the garbage trucks on vibrate mode. A good idea, Paul. I heard driving in here today that uh, it's like uh, National Make a Will Week or whatever like that. Okay. Call your lawyer, call your notary, make a will. Now I know we're a little on the young side, and the, this the way I, had, I heard it presented. It was like this public, uh, like awareness campaign or whatever, and it's like no one likes to think about their own death. Mm. That number one was a weird thing to me because it's just like who cares? Why don't you like to think about your own death? It was just, everyone does it. It's not like you're, you should be ashamed, mm-hmm. right? It's not like you'll be dead in the ground and being like, I can't believe I died. Oh, how could I let this happen? Nope, that's it. That's it. You're just dead now. So who cares? Mm. So why are people so, the people are weird about their mortality, right? Yeah, it is. It is a sensitive subject for some. You know what you got to do? What is you that? Know, the best way to fight that is to live and lead a life that you'd be super proud of, even if you could think about it from beyond the grave. That's very nice, Paul. Right? Yeah. Okay, so number one, there's that. And number two, you really ought to make a will. You shouldn't yeah. Shouldn't let this like weird preoccupation we have with like dying make you not make a will. It's like a really important thing to do. Just, just sit down and hammer it out. Okay. Right? Think about it. Especially right. if you got kids. Are you kidding me? Right? Yeah. All right. Well, should I make a will right now? Go ahead. Okay, well, I don't have much. Hmm. I got my cat, my yeah. car, and my guitar. Okay. Those that's, are assets. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, I think, the most valuable things. Uh-huh. Yeah. My cat, mm-hmm. 
Well, my boyfriend has told me that he needs that it's his cat, so he, he can have that. All right, he's gonna have the cat. Yeah, my car. Well, that can just go to the dump. It's on its last legs. <laughs> I don't dump. think anyone wants that. All right. No one wants that. Okay. And my guitar. What kind of guitar is it? It's not a nice guitar, really. Acoustic? No, yeah, it's like a semi. It's a Ibanez. It's really terrible. It's not oh. a good. It's not a you know one mm-hmm. that costs a, a grand or something. Sure. It costs like seven hundred or whatever. Right. Um, I mean, he can have that too. Okay. That's it. What about Stole you? Your boyfriend? Sure. See, I don't want anybody trying to get at me and get their fingers in my pies. So I hereby, this is what, yeah, you should do it. You should yell out, I hereby. I think this is legally binding. <laughs> I hereby bequeath, right? I, all my vast fortune and assets, yeah. my uh, properties and uh, everything that I own. Can I have it? Yeah, you know what? You actually, I was going to give it all to my little nephew. My like, because uh, I like him. He's a small child and they're <laughs> generally quite nice. He's like, here, kid, go to college or whatever. Yeah. But you've earned it. I sit Thank in a room you. with me for four hours. You kind of have earned some things. So I'm going to write you into the world, oh, Dan. You, yeah. you can have my car that was going to go to the dump anyway. You can have that, I can Paul. have that? Yeah, that's good. That's what yeah. I need is another car. That's good. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Yeah, we're joking and joshing around here, but it is true that, you know, it's like, if, especially if you got kids, you should think about making a will. But yeah. uh, you came to a really good conclusion with all of your uh, items and assets. What are you going to do now? I, I'm just going to put it in a free pile on the side of the street. Oh. Yeah, it's just the, the Victoria way, and it's a free-for-all. That's great. Yeah. Make sure to write free on a piece of cardboard. (laughs) 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 On a car. (laughs) Today on the Afternoon Zone, a school district in North Vancouver is reassuring parents that even though the kids are going to have a pro D day and a day off on 420, that it is not about 420 and smoking pot. I mean, you get December 25th off and that... I mean, it It has nothing to do with Christmas and and Jesus. It's just you get a day off. No coincidence at all. That's right. And look at, yes, you get Thanksgiving off, but that is in no way an endorsement of eating turkey. I mean, that's that's up to you. And same with Canada Day, Mm. July 1st. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, spend your day being patriotic towards Canada. If you want to wear a Canadian flag as a cape, that's your business. Okay, so I read this little thread on uh, Victoria Reddit the other day, which I try not to do. But uh, evidently, there's a person who was uh, talking about uh, he lives downtown, Mm -hmm. and uh, he just hears a screaming at all hours of the night. Yeah. It's a phenomenon that evidently exists in the downtown of a lot of major cities. You had a lot of people wandering around at all hours of the night. Mm -hmm. You know, the core attracts certain things and people and whatever, mm-hmm. and they just sometimes uh, do a scream. Yep. And uh, it's funny because I was reading that as well, and that area, I think it was like Chinatown, Hudson area, yes. um, and my friend had been for weeks updating me on her new apartment, mm-hmm. and those updates would come in at three in the morning of the same person screaming every single night. Right. So this is affecting like that area. I don't know who it is, what's happening, but... Yeah, it's a it's a thing. A couple of things. Like number one, I was I'm thinking you know, I'm thinking and thinking and thinking about moving downtown. I like right. the idea of being high up in one of them towers, one of them beautiful glass towers right downtown in the heart of the action. I love all that, but though I gotta keep my windows closed every night mm. lest I be woke in the middle of the evening by mm. screams. So I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Is it worth it? Yeah. Is the screaming gonna be a factor? 
Um, also, all uh, everybody, maybe who is commuting right now out to, you know, it's like if you ever think about, oh, I moved out to Langford or I moved to West Shore or whatever. Oh, God, the commute is killing me. Whatever, I work downtown, I live out right there. The commute. Hey, you're just commuting to nice, pristine peace and quiet right now. That's so, true. Just so you know. But also they have construction to deal with as well. That's a whole nother thing. I suppose for right now, yeah. yeah. Um, joining us in the studio is uh, Jamie, who won uh, Knowledge Bomb and just came in to pick up her prize, right? Yeah. Yeah, get, <laughs> get hot tight up on that microphone. Okay. But she came, what, are you on for a tour right now? Uh, yeah, I wonderful. Scott? Scott, Scott, Scott Emerson. Scott, Scott and Roy. Uh, shake and bake. <laughs> one of our uh, marketing yeah. uh, experts. Uh, so, Jamie, but you work at the Bugs Zoo downtown. Yeah, I work right in the heart of downtown. I could probably ask Jamie 20 minutes worth of questions just about that. I hope you'll well, come probably. back. But right yeah. now, working downtown, I guess during the day, do you hear the screaming? Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. There's, uh, I think, some sort of soup kitchen pretty close to us. Uh-huh. And so we, I, yeah, definitely hear screaming on a fairly regular basis. Right. Um, also, I work at a bug zoo. People scream there all the time. <laughs> right. That's more to do with the bugs. Yeah. That's more to do with the bugs and the type of people that live around downtown. What is the scariest, freakiest bug that makes people scream the most at the bug zoo? Um, probably the giant tarantulas that we have. Sure, I was going to guess giant yeah, tarantulas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's in a tank, so technically nothing can come out and like hurt you. But like, <laughs> that doesn't stop people from screaming for some reason. You don't have like little straws that blast cold air at people's bare ankles to make them feel. Halloween ideas. At some point, you should like turn off all the lights and just have like a one siren, one flashing red light, and then just start blowing air at people's ankles. That would be hilarious. But isn't it true the tarantulas are just? You know, eight-legged pussycats? Oh, they are giant wusses. Yeah. They are just the biggest, softest, laziest kittens ever. Except a kitten's way more likely to bite you. Oh, my gosh. I want to get a tarantula <laughs> now. <laughs> they are so sweet and so gentle. Do you cuddle them? Absolutely. It's part of your job? Oh, yeah. Ah! A little neck nuzzle? The They're tranch? so sweet. Oh, man. I'm not convinced. Come, hey, win anytime. Come back anytime. Well, I come brought back, you guys but... some passes, so oh. I expect to see you down at the bug zoo now to come meet my lovely tarantulas maybe audrey or aurora or marie cute names great names so gentle <laughs> all right Jen, are. you and i got a date with some eight-legged freaks yeah. <laughs> thank you jamie thank thanks you. for thank coming you. in thank you jade's here hey no. hello what was the story, Jen, about how oh. kids are having a rave at the Toys R Us? That's pretty much the story, Paul. Are these the empty <laughs> Toys R Uses yeah, in the so, States? So, yeah, it was uh, in the UK. There was an empty Toys R Us. It just had, like, the huge closing out sale. Toys R Us? Uh, yeah, Toys R Us. And, uh, and uh, I guess like, people decided to plan a rave, an illegal rave, at oh. that Toys R Us location. I'm it sure is. it still had all of those toys and everything, which could come in handy for a rave. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they got lights, they make cool noises, <laughs> and then think like about all the people cool at raves. They'd probably get into that a rave at Toys R Us in uh, in the states. I'm guessing in the UK. In the Where UK, they closed yeah. down. Oh, oh right, because the down. states was saved by the guy who created Bratz. Mm -hmm. I remember oh. that. It uh, it makes sense because the Toys R Us is big. Usually, the Toys R Us is a really <laughs> big place, and so oh. when you go in the Toys R Us, why do you keep saying it like that? Toys R Us. It's actually pretty fun to say it like that. Toys R Us. 
You can imagine there's a lot of room for dancing in yeah. an abandoned Toys R Us. Exactly. But anyway, they all got in trouble. Jenny would hang up they with got- all the creepy dolls that they still had left over if she was a part of that rave. Thank you, I would. <laughs> they got in trouble. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Did the security guard come out and be like, hey, no one's allowed to be raving in this Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you think, you know, it's like, we got to deal with raccoons uh, around Victoria. Oh, I got a family of them at my place, yep. Right? And, uh, yeah, I saw one back at my place last night climbing a tree, getting up into the tree. <sighs> so nice. My favorite <laughs> raccoon experience was sitting where you are right now. Okay. And looking out that window. Oh. And there was a raccoon just sitting out there when I was in the evenings. Yes. And just sat there the entire time. Just and just watched you. me. Okay. It was adorable. Yeah. Pretty fat. I right bet. in that tree. I like when raccoons get nice and fat. Yeah. yeah. They're fat around here, around yeah. these parts. Oh, yeah, definitely. So in uh, Toronto, though, I don't think that we have the meanness that the raccoons in Toronto have. No. Right? Like, didn't, wasn't on Planet Earth number two, wasn't there a whole episode about the mean, tricksy Toronto raccoons? Ooh, I didn't see it, but I've definitely heard about the raccoons over there. So I'm just reading a thing right now. I mean, yeah, you got to imagine. I mean, we, I've dealt with it too. It's like raccoons, if they get in your garbage, they're going to spread that all around the whole yard. <sighs> yeah, right? You get butt. all the driveway all over the street. I mean, they're tricksy. They're garbage pandas. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Trash pandas. Uh, Toronto introduced raccoon proof compost bins in, last year uh, that had the uh, locking mechanisms so they wouldn't get into it. Yeah, nice. We have uh, them here in Victoria. The locking mechanism. Yeah, well, at least I do in my place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. But even, you know, sometimes. I get calls people all the time. They're just like, uh, well, you got to rope them up with bungee cords. Raccoons mm-hmm. are going to get in there. So anyways, great video I'm watching online right now of a raccoon just using its people hands to unlock <laughs> the ra- raccoon-proof compost oh bins in gosh. Toronto. Those Toronto raccoons <laughs> will mess you up. It's all they do is they listen to Drake and they, you know, it's like they gaze at the CN Tower and they think of greater things. Oh, man. And that's what they do. They're rough in Toronto. Knife-wielding, probably. <laughs> They could. They got those little people in They do. Hey. Hey, is that Wolf? Yeah. What's what, tell us the story about you vomed in a raccoon's face. Uh, you know, I felt so bad afterwards, but I felt bad before because it was a night of drinking. Yeah. And here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm down by the blackberry bushes, uh, <laughs> letting out. <laughs> and out comes this furry little guy just to see, see what's wrong with me. You Curious, know? yeah. Yeah, hey, you okay, man? You saying? Yeah. And I look up, and here's this guy looking at me, like inches from my face, and it it just came out. It just it was it just bad. Cascaded. He made the most horrible sound. Scurried back into the bush. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, man. Sorry. I wouldn't feel too bad, man. Like, yes, you had a spit right in the city kitty's face, but I would say that. Um, probably, you know, it's just going to use its people hands to clean itself, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Chances are, if it likes garbage, it also likes vomit. That's right. It's some good protein to. in that. Mm-hmm. What were you eating earlier in the night? <laughs> uh, not much, but a lot uh, of gin and tonic. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, maybe that's not so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, yeah for, thing, forever, right? I just let him eat all the all the blackberries, all the grapes, all he all he wanted until I moved away. <laughs> But that's that's the thing about, like, Victoria or, like, the island raccoons compared to Toronto. Because right. that raccoon probably would have just attacked you anyway. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. one was like, oh, no, man. 
was checking in on you. I was checking I was in on you. Were okay, and then you just threw up on my face, man. Yeah, you all right there, bud? Tossing the sidewalk pizza. You all right? Can I get you anything? <laughs> no, we got kind of trash pandas here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, thanks for uh, texting that in, Wolf. We appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Have Pleasure. a good afternoon. Have a good one, guys. Bye. The whole country has got their eyes on the Prime Minister, who's meeting with Rachel Notley and our own Premier John Horgan this weekend to try and hammer out something with this pipeline. And today on the Afternoon Zone, we're a little bit worried for Horgan. It's kind of a two-against-one situation. Mm-hmm. So... Here is uh, some helpful tips, a list of power moves that could help Horgan in this conversation. Number one. If there's a desk in the room, try and sit behind the desk. Number two. Come in with a strong high five. Number three. Can you just hold a golf club? Like an iron or something. It doesn't have to be a driver, but uh, it makes you look cool if you're holding a golf club. At some point during the negotiations, just start eating an orange. And then, do you have a toothpick? Just slide it in there. You're going to look like a tough guy. And at some point during the meeting, if you need to order food, say a Chinese food place, order off the menu. Order a pizza. And finally, Horrigan, you really should bring a super soaker full of oil and then just start spraying it around the room. Like, just get it everywhere. Get it all up in the drapes and start screaming like, Rachel, you going to help me clean this up? Oh, <laughs> power move. Oh, man, today sad that uh, today's the last day of your supply surprise. Did you hear what happened yesterday, though? Today? This or morning? today, this morning? Yeah. Socks. A year's supply of socks. But I was pretty happy that it was 365 pairs. I like that, too. That was good. Until then, I think Jason read out, like, the value per pair of socks was something like 85 cents per socks. Okay, that's a good deal. They no, must have found a good deal. They're crummy socks. No, they're probably good. <laughs> They gotta be those white, like, you know, tube socks. That's Brian, did the you best. see the socks in the department over I, there? No, I didn't see the socks. You didn't see the socks? No. But they can't be, like, even, like, look at these socks I'm wearing now. These are pretty nice socks, right? Nice. They got colors yeah. and patterns on them. They're pretty when you get your, because your, your, your ankle should be on your pants, should be a little bit higher. You should be showing off a little sock. Yeah. And you're gonna wanna show off some good sock, right? Not for me. Yeah, not for you. It's different for girls. You're always with the ankle yeah. socks. Wasn't it you also one? are a maniac who never matches her socks. Yeah. Yeah, you're practically a wild animal who's been <laughs> barely domesticated. I'm kind of this, not the same in that I don't, like, have non-matching socks, but, like, my socks is just so that there's something in between my foot and the that's shoe. That's it. That's uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you all learn nothing from our prime minister? You gotta rock a hot mm. sock game. Mm. I haven't learned yeah. much. From no, me. I haven't learned. Um, but that's another thing. Uh, but I don't know. I just I think for me, I think it's a valuable prize because I wear my socks down, like mm. to the point where toes are sticking out, to the point where there's like a hole in the ankle. And uh, yeah, it's usually my wife that notices and is like, "I just got you some socks." Try not to put holes in these ones so fast. Snap in for that one. Same here, Brian. Yeah. Thank you. I don't care about socks. No. You know, it's nice that she got 365 pairs. It's just never going to be a problem. Exactly. You know? I actually just got a nice message from Miriam who uh, suggests keep a few socks and donate the rest to a homeless shelter. Yeah, that's, that's a great, great idea. That's a really nice idea. So uh, Aslan was our winner this morning, I heard. So if you're listening... Donate some socks. You're flush with socks. You don't need them. Come on, just give them to a homeless shelter. Keep a couple of them to make fun puppets, too. Yes, very important for crafts. I love 
restaurant is soft. That's like the best feeling in the world. Yes, so it is. So you could have it every day. It would be awesome. Yes, that's right. So you're saying that she should at least go through the whole year wearing the new pair every day. It feels amazing. Don't you love putting on fresh new pair of socks mm-hmm. with brand new socks? Mm-hmm. I want to tell you all right now that the pair of underwear that I'm wearing right now are fresh out of the package. Yay! That's right. It's a really good feeling, yes. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels great. Yeah. All right, so that's what she should do, actually. She should wear the fresh pair every day (laughs) and then wash them and then donate them. (laughs) That's ridiculous. So we can get, like, that new feeling from them. Yeah. All right, so so you don't think it was such a bad prize? No, not really. Okay, nice. Well, good. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. This is the news on the PJ Party Podcast. Here's Jenny West. And today is uh, Jersey Day, uh, where Canadians are wearing their jerseys in support of the victims of the Humboldt hockey team tragedy, where 16 lives were lost. Mm. Um, This idea was started by a group of hockey moms who wanted Mm. to show their support, and it's just grown across the nation um, within a matter of days, which is pretty amazing to see. And, um, yeah, I think this is a story that just hit a lot of Canadians really hard. I mean, everyone has a memory of them growing up, you know, with a sports team, getting excited to, you know, hop on the bus together to yeah. do tournaments. And some of them, you know, so young and they just have a, a sparkle in their eye of, you know, their futures in hockey, which could have been the NHL. It could have been the Olympics. It could have just grown for a, a lot of them yeah. who unfortunately passed away in this tragedy, just in an instant, everything just taken away. So yeah. of course it's hit Canadians incredibly. And um, I do have to say, it's amazing to see how many people have, you know, kind of come together and, and supported the families going through this tragedy uh, today and in the last week. Well, you and I went out this morning, Jen, we went out to present our uh, Teacher of the Month prize. Mm-hmm. And so we were there at a, uh, we went to Glenline, Norfolk. And so both a middle school and a, like a senior high school, whatever. Um, I was very heartwarmed to see how many people were at that school wearing the jerseys. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. And then uh, the team who always goes out for lunch, we went out for lunch today and it was the same thing. The restaurant was full of people uh, wearing jerseys. Like everywhere I've been today, it's just the show of support uh, from Canadians has been incredible. We uh, are going to put up a picture on the Zone Facebook of everyone here at the office. Like pretty much every single working person here Mm -hmm. wearing a jersey today. And that's what you're going to see all day today. A couple of other thoughts too, though. I found it kind of strange. Or not strange, but it was interesting that... uh, calling it jersey day and not sweater day <laughs> Cause, cause oh like, yeah the canadian way the canadian way is you call it your sweater <laughs> yeah. bud you know get your sweater on you know don cherry's orders but you know what i thought about that though is it's probably jersey day because i've seen um people with other sports and that's the thing too right? like i said is people just grew up in sports in general that's right and hockey of course i mean means a lot to sure. canadians but um, yeah. whether it's baseball or rugby i saw a few rugby jerseys yeah, out there right. as well it's just really nice to see that's really nice mm-hmm. um and uh some stories that keep coming out of this this, um, this tragedy. One that hit me the other day, I saw this. There is a, uh, a player for the Humboldt Broncos who came out of this tragedy and learned that he was uh, partially paralyzed. Like, mm-hmm. will never walk again. Yeah. Waist down type of thing. His name is Ryan uh, Strachnitsky. And he, upon finding out this news, immediately for his first reaction, oh, I'm going to get into sledge hockey then. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's, that's the type of determination, the type of will... Mm-hmm. that uh, this young man and, and this whole team, you know, have. It's like, I can't play regular hockey. I'll get on a sledge hockey team. And what's really nice about that is uh, Kevin Rempel 
when he heard about that, he reached out. He's actually a former sledge hockey Paralympian. Amazing. And uh, so he uh, reached out immediately and, and hopefully we'll make that come true. Yeah, it's really nice. And one thing he was mentioning as well in times of tragedy and, mm. you know, when something like he went through it as well, when an injury happens or anything in your life happens, is just to every day think of something positive to get you through the next day. Yeah. And that was what the kid thought of, you know, when, when he was in the hospital. Pretty amazing. <sighs> it's incredible. It's incredible to take your mind to there, mm -hmm. to keep on moving forward. It's amazing. After spending more than 30 years in a coma, a Victoria police officer has died. Constable Ian Jordan passed away last night after sustaining injuries during a car crash while on duty in 1987. Can you, will you, the, you, you said this story before. And yeah. like, I can't believe that's such an incredible thing that in our town that was happening. That yeah, a police was officer in a coma. was in a coma, being like kept alive for that amount of time my entire life. 31 years. Yeah, unreal. And then uh, the sadness of it that is uh, rather than, you know, like there's the hope there, right, that he would yeah. come out of it. And then we talked about before too, like, can you imagine being in a coma for 30 years and like having lost that amount of your life, so mm -hmm. waking up and your body is completely different and now it's a stranger's body. Society is completely different. Right. How that confusion that you'd have to get out of? Oh my gosh! But the sadness and the the tragedy here is that he never even got to experience that as yeah. mind-boggling as that would have been. Mm -hmm. Didn't get to experience and unfortunately passed away. Mm -hmm. um, a funeral with full police honors is being planned, mm. so we'll keep you updated on that. A Victoria police say their call center is getting too many abandoned 911 calls. They received around 7,300 abandoned calls in 2017. Every call we uh, receive as a 911 call we treat as real until it can be deemed otherwise. So it's, it's a very time-consuming process for our staff. So they're recommending taking the batteries out of your old phones and not programming 911 into your contacts. And if you do accidentally call 911, don't hang up. Just right. let them know that you didn't mean to when you're on the phone. Or even, I think if you like, if you do hang up, mm -hmm. they want you to call back and be like, I just called. It's this number? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. A BC-based Flair Airlines is more than doubling its flights per week and adding new service to destinations including Victoria and Prince George. Mm. They also announced new direct flights from Vancouver to Calgary and Winnipeg. And Flair bills itself as the country's only low-cost airline and it's just increasing popularity. So that's good to see. I heard there was flights like Victoria to Edmonton for mm -hmm. 80 bucks one way. Whoa, nice. That's pretty good. Like, I've never actually even been to Edmonton, not since I was a kid anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd love to go and kind of, I don't know, explore around, bip around. Mm -hmm. um, what was the thing I wanted to do in Edmonton? Oh, someone was telling me that Tabor corn is just, oh, Tabor corn. You got to get the corn on the cob from Tabor. And, of course, as being a good West Coast guy, I'm just like, you're telling me this corn is better than Chilliwack corn? I won't hear it. Was it? Well, I don't know. You don't know. You haven't tried it yet. Well, so now I can take an $80 flight to Edmonton. To go try. Find some Tabor corn, drive out to Tabor, get some corn. You know, bring a bunch of Chilliwack corn in my carry-on as well so I could do a blind taste test. You know what? Mm. Instead of Las Vegas, you should go there. That sounds like a really fun vacation for you, Paul. We're putting the band back together in <laughs> in Edmonton. Edmonton. In Tabor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Tabor corn, yeah. not even close to as good as Chilliwack corn. Oh. And Tabor is actually a lot closer to Calgary. 
Oh, wow. In case you're thinking of doing the drive, you probably want to do it from Calgary. Right, but it's you. not worth the drive. Stay really? Chilliwack corn men. Yeah. You're not biased because you grew up in the foothills of Chilliwack or like on the shores of Cultus Lake or something like that? No, uh, I lived in Vancouver and, and Victoria, and then I lived in Calgary, and I uh, yeah, tried both. And I brought some Chilliwack corn out to my friends in Alberta there, and they agreed with me. So Nice. Yeah. I win. Okay, <laughs> good. Love that. Thank you. Glad. I'll save my money. All right, have a good one. Thanks, Thank man. you. Bye. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.